Hello, I'm Afia Salter and I'm here to help ambitious women just like you learn how to unapologetically manifest an extraordinary life. Whether that's finally finding and living your soul's purpose, building the business of your dreams, or kicking it back with a cocktail, margarita for me, you best believe I'm right there alongside you, strapping in for the ride. Okay, gorgeous. Ready to dive in? Let's do it. Hello, beautiful being, and welcome back to another episode of the Manifest Edit podcast. I also feel like, you know, in my intros, I'm like, welcome back. I'm like, oh, this is kind of exclusive if you're a newbie. I mean, no, exclusionary, exclusionary. I don't want to exclude anyone if you're new here and I'm like, welcome back. And you're like, but this is my first time at the party. So just know that my soul has known you as another lifetime. So it's totally fine for me to say welcome back to you too. Today, I am super excited to be talking to you about how to unsubscribe from fear to live more joyfully. This was a huge theme for me last year. I don't know why when I say last year, I feel the need to keep saying 2022. I think it's just to remind myself, remind myself what year it is. But that was something that I really learned a lot about last year. And I feel that it's something that I just want to prioritize in my life moving forward to live the best life that I can live and also to inspire on on a deeper level by leading from example and just just doing it for myself because it fucking feels good okay (laughs) in today's life update I just have to tell you that I have found the most amazing yoga studio that I am so excited about and one of my things for this year is just continuing to work on my health and fitness and it's funny because I messaged one of my friends the other day and I was like yes this year I'm gonna become a total fitness buff that's who I am now and he was like aren't you that way already and I'm like damn maybe I am anyway I found a new yoga studio that I'm in love with and you know the moment that sealed the deal for me was the moment that we were we were about two minutes into a pose and the first couple of notes of this new song play from the music that they're playing in the studio and I'm like could it it couldn't it couldn't be and it is stay my favorite song from the interstellar soundtrack interstellar is my favorite movie of all time and I was like okay just the studio just needs to take all my money so I am getting ready to head out there after I finish this podcast episode and I'm so excited because I did have another studio which I really loved but the only downside to that studio was that it's it's quite dark inside and they don't play any music in there so this new studio which is light and airy and they have plants and loads of space I just feel like it's where I'm supposed to be and I'm just I'm just really excited about it and I think it's so good to find a studio or a gym or a class or a teacher that really makes you feel inspired or excited to go there because then you're much more likely to continue that habit to continue that practice and for me even the reason that I got so into yoga in the first place was my wonderful teacher Alex who used to do weekly yoga sessions in my apartment building on the rooftop and it was the first time that I'd ever taken yoga seriously and it completely changed my mindset about yoga about meditation about presence about knowing yourself he taught me so much about everything and I'm so sad that he has moved away from Melbourne because he was just like my favorite teacher but I am really open to finding new teachers and exploring even more and learning more about yoga this year and doing multiple classes a week which is a first for me and I'm also taking pole classes this week as well so I'm pole yoga gym and 
listen, it's only the first few weeks of the year, so I'm not saying that I'm a pro, but also that's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, you just have to speak these things into existence. And if you don't believe in yourself, wait, what's that thing that RuPaul says? If you can't, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you, how in the hell are you gonna love somebody else? Something along those lines. So yeah, I, I'm really excited about these this new fitness thing that I've gotten into because previously, because my gym membership was included in my rent, I'm like, oh, well, I don't really need to go anywhere else because I have a, in inverted commas, free gym. But going to the gym all the time isn't really exciting me anymore. But the prospect of going to the gym to do core conditioning for pole excites me and going to yoga is just something that excites me overall. So it makes me more more willing to go to the gym um, when I have other things that rely on me going to the gym so I've never really been someone that that goes to the gym and exercises every day but now with my pole and yoga I am pretty much almost every day doing something for my fitness and I feel really good about that and keeping the promises that I've made to myself which is is something that I'll be talking about a lot this year as well so for today's episode I want to talk to you about the concept of unsubscribing from fear to live more joyfully And this is actually a topic that has been in my notes for a while. So whenever I get ideas about things to talk about in the podcast, doesn't matter if I haven't fully fleshed them out yet, I'll just write little little, um, reminders on my notes app. And then when I feel called to talk about it, that's when I'll record the episode. And it felt like time to record this episode. And what actually inspired me to add this even to my notes list in the first place was that time, remember the time? when I took a two month hiatus off of Instagram after sharing my life and my travels on there every single minute of every single day, which in in hindsight perhaps, perhaps led to burnout, even though I was doing it, like I wasn't posting things in real time, I was actually posting them two weeks out for my own safety, but it was, it was still quite a lot and feeling beholden to social media which didn't really feel like, it didn't feel good for me. I mean, uh, when I say it didn't really feel good, it just did not feel good at all. And so when I came home to the UK, I posted for a couple of weeks and then after my my birthday, I just dipped, ghosted and didn't tell anyone that I was disappearing. I just French exited and left the party. And throughout that couple of months, I wasn't on social media. I was essentially reprogramming my mind to not always be checking my phone by impulse or asking my friends, hey, can you get a photo of this? Or taking photos of my food or feeling like I needed to do something or have something to share. I was just living and doing things I wanted to do for the sake of existing. And this is me being very honest here. There's that when you are on social media so much, you can feel... You, you you kind of dis it like it's it's challenging to describe, but it changes your perception of reality because you have the reality that you previously lived, and you also have your reality that is somewhat of a performance. So I'm not saying that I am not like the person I am on social media. I mean, social media is a small insight into what I'm like as a person, and I'm way more weird in real in real life, as you probably hear from this podcast. But it it just changes the way that you perceive reality and that you experience reality because your your phone is pretty much attached to your hand at all times. And I just feel it takes away from your ability to be fully and completely present in the moment, which I didn't realize I miss I was missing until I took that time away from it and I was fully just present in my life. And so 
I was like, wow, do I even do I even want to come back to social media? Is this something that I can have in my life again? I definitely had an addiction to social media, which is very apparent for me, even when I take a few days off. And you'll notice this yourself if you are also addicted to social media. Try taking two days off social media and just be aware of how many times you have your phone in your hand and you go to tap onto the app and then you're like, oh, wait, I'm not supposed to be opening it. It's frightening. <laughs> it's frightening. And so in those first few days, because I've taken some uh, short, shorter periods off of social media before, I know that the first thing that comes is like, oh, tap over to this. Oh, I'll tap over onto this. Um, and then after that period passed, I just like, I didn't feel the need to, to be on my phone like ever. And it was really great. And so now that I am back on social media, I do have, well, I mean, <laughs> I am still, I listen, I'm still addicted to social media in some aspects, but also less, like I never really watch people's stories anymore. Partly, <laughs> partly because I've muted everyone, even if we're close friends, I just, I just hide all the stories so I don't get tempted to view them and just go down that wormhole of being on Instagram for, for hours and not even knowing why I'm there. And TikTok is actually my favorite social media platform and also the most addictive one for me. And I've not really been on there at all in the past few months. And I'm still kind of figuring out what to do there. But the whole point of this episode is it's not just about unsubscribing from social media, but it's about unsubscribing from harmful beliefs or anything that is feeding into providing more fear in your life than is providing joy in your life. And that was the whole reason that I I knew I had to take some time off social media because I was waking up and I was feeling anxious about the fact that I hadn't posted anything yet or I hadn't posted so being Australia by the way my best times to post are like six in the morning is the best time for me to post so I would be anxious like oh no it's 9am and I'm going to do my morning routine so that by the time I actually get around to posting it's going to be 10am and no one's going to see my stuff wah 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 and it just it just really wasn't good for my headspace so There are so many things that we continue to subscribe to, harmful lifestyle practices, harmful um, things that we're doing to ourselves, people that we allow into our lives that are continually crossing our boundaries, that are eliciting more of those fear responses than they are the joy responses. And I challenge you this year, 2023, (laughs) in case anyone was wondering, to do more of the things that bring you joy and to consciously unsubscribe from the things that are making you live in fear because it just isn't fucking worth it. It's not. So how do you begin this process of unsubscribing from fear in your own life? And for me, unsubscribing from fear very much has to do with that idea of the boundaries that you are setting and enforcing in your own life. And for me, realizing that I had poor boundaries around social media was something that I needed to take away completely to then be able to bring back in from a healthier lens. And, you know, the my five-step method for aligned manifestation, the vibes method, the B in vibes is energetic blocks and boundaries. And one of the things that was massively blocking my ability to be creative was leaching out my energy into to places where it didn't serve me. And I can now show up on social media in a healthier way because I, I I changed the way that that relationship operates in my life. So one of the things for you is to know what you want and what you don't want. What brings you joy? What makes you feel not good? And there is different levels to fear. Okay, there's the fear of... Um, 
fear of doing something different, trying something new, and and that's a good fear, right? I'm not saying that we should have no fear in our lives ever, because there is a little bit of of good fear, which actually, you know, is 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 actually akin to excitement we just call it fear because we're not sure what else to say but there is a level of good fear trying something new or I don't get it so much anymore but when I used to travel solo and getting to the airport getting on the plane in fact no last time I did um when I left for Europe the first two days I'm like get me home at once immediately I want to go home I was so anxious but I think it was also because I was so it's quite it's quite ill those first few days. I was really unwell. I really anxious, really last minute with everything. So I did not feel good. I was like, what have I done? Um so yeah, actually I do still get that those fears. But it's also excitement about going somewhere new, experiencing new cultures, being away from home for two months. Like those two are very, very enmeshed, very tangled together. So you have to identify like what are the good fears and what are the bad fears. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't love to use the terms good and bad, but just for the sake of, um, for the sake of clarity, know what you want and know what you don't want. So what things are bringing you joy? What things are bringing you the good fear? What things are bringing you the fear that, um, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I, you know, any, any anxious feelings that you just, you just don't want to have in your life and get really good at identifying those. And you can write a little list right now maybe it's not even a little list, maybe it's quite a big list, write a list of those things now. And that's something that you can continually add to. Maybe you have a a note section on your phone where you're like, brings me joy, doesn't bring me joy. And you add people, places, things to that list and you're continually updating that all the time. I, I certainly have this myself where even people who I'm super close to, my close friends, there will be points throughout our friendship where the energy just maybe dips a little bit which is completely normal because all relationships go through cycles if i'm become aware that a relationship is is becoming a little strained then i know i need to do a practice around that either communicate <laughs> communicate first of all communicate in the relationship or do an energetic release practice because maybe there's stagnant energy there between between both of us and i'm not saying this to shit on any of my friends like you no longer bring me joy so i can't have you in my life it's just a natural part of relationships that sometimes you just you just need to readjust some things and and keep the energy fresh and i would expect people feel the exact same way about me and that's totally fine and i feel that i am a good communicator now <laughs> where previously i would have just not shared how i was feeling or been passive aggressive so i don't really have like you know major tension in my relationships because it's either something that we communicate and work on or there's a boundary that's simply been crossed that is just it's just too far gone to go back. So I feel really good about that. And unsubscribing from fear in my relationships has meant being upfront about boundaries or communicating things as they happen when when boundaries are crossed rather than holding up and bottling up loads of things and then using that to what do you call it when you like you you store loads of things to like bring up in an argument? you're just like waiting and you explode and blow up rather than doing that I just communicate um either in the moment or after I've had time to process that a little bit so unsubscribing from fear just means being really honest with yourself and also being really honest with the people in your life as well about your expectations boundaries are not something that we set out of anger and fear boundaries are actually something that we set out of out of love and 
for ourselves and for the other person as well because I don't want to feel resentment to anybody in my life I don't want to feel that I don't want to feel that I, I'm bottling things up or I can't communicate with someone and this is a point I often bring up when people are talking about <laughs> sneakily manifesting a significant person into their life I say if you can't have a conversation with that person about why you want them to be in your life then I question whether you're meant to be in a relationship with them truly and yeah listen that rubs some heads (laughs) some people don't like when I say that but that's truly what I believe like if you don't have communication in a relationship you have nothing also if you are like me and you're a person who experiences anxiety I cannot have situations where it's like we need to talk or there's just like some some unsaid things like looming in the relationship I can't function that way I literally can't breathe when that happens so having that open channel of communication is really important so I just don't lose my goddamn mind and just recently actually I had a situation with a friend where we had a minor disagreement about something and there was just like miscommunication about the whole situation between the two of us and then we worked out and it's like cool do you want to go on a night out done and it was just like so easily resolved so simple whereas in the past it would have blown up to be a massive thing but we both just expressed our boundaries so succinctly and in such a good way that it just it just resolves so beautifully and uh, it just made me happy because it's not like my life's mission is that I have to avoid all tension and arguments ever is that when these things come up I'm able to approach them in the conscious manner and that's what growth feels like for me that's what joy feels like for me too And so I really want you to think about this when you are thinking about what makes your relationships joyful. Are there any relationships right now that are lacking that? And what can you do to reinvigorate the relationship and to inject some of that joy into into the relationship and take away some of the fear or negativity surrounding it? Because you will both feel better for it, trust me. Thanks for tuning in today. I am so glad to have you here. And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? Screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at afiasalter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous.